clarity expert, international speaker, and author Suzanne Tallin notices the variety of creative ways people are branding themselves, both consciously and unconsciously. But is a successful personal brand the result of powerful marketing? When the hype subsides, what keeps a good personal brand going strong? What is the real secret to personal brand growth and advocacy? With over 25 years of strategic communication, employee brand engagement, and internal brand development, Suzanne's Inside Out Brand Building Strategy creates the clarity and actions necessary for her clients to drive consistency, distinction, and advocacy long-term. Because her brand, DNA Approach, is radically different, she's paving the way for companies and personal brands to elevate their value position and reduce marketing costs while growing market share. Please welcome Suzanne Tooley. Welcome, everybody, to Money 911, where we talk about health, wealth, and peace of mind. And I get so excited because I really like to bring them all together. And look, you would fall asleep if all we talked about was healthy money, but crash proof your finances is the theme right now. You need to be aware, make sure your assets are safe, and hop on for financial fitness strategies with me. But Today's conversation, after you heard that fabulous bio about Suzanne, I'm really excited to be able to talk to you because I found that I wish I would have known all this three decades ago when I started my business, you know, how to make your brand make sense, right? Notice there's a little dollar sign there. I mean, because this is the art. There are a lot of branding people out there, but the art is that it makes sense resonates with your target and makes money, right? <laughs> exactly. Welcome, Suzanne. It's really great to have you. Your expertise here to share. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate you asking me to be on board. Absolutely. And now I'm not an expert. I spent 10 years learning about branding and marketing and still am clueless. So not my <laughs> expertise, but there's a difference between branding and marketing and why it's important for businesses to understand the difference because I know I went down a lot of rabbit holes just, you know, marketing, marketing without the branding, right? Yes, yes. That's a good distinction there. <laughs> right. So you you want me to talk a little bit yeah, about the difference? Tell us, what, I mean, what's the difference, mm -hmm. um, you know, and what distinguishes that? For right. So you market a brand, right? Okay. There's two separate tasks. I'm out there marketing something, right? Called the brand and marketing is that task of communicating or disseminating information about the brand, right? So branding is actually the assignment of meaning to an entity. When I brand something, I am giving it meaning. And oftentimes, this is not a conscious thing. That's why I'm in business doing what I'm doing, because I'm helping my clients get more conscious, strategic, and deliberate in assigning meaning to the entity they call their brand, 
which could be for the solo professional themselves, they are truly the brand of their business, or for the collective organization with employees, it's the entity, it's the company that presents itself as the brand, right? And a brand is just a perception. It's just a set of perceptions. So when I assign meaning to that brand, I'm actually assigning attributes that that brand is naturally and authentically skilled at, known for, distinctive around, right? Uniquely too, so that they can literally live in that value position in a way that no other brand can. So that's what branding is. Right, right. That's really good. So that was like a mic drop moment. I know. (laughs) Because, you know, I could almost see it. It's so intuitive. It isn't just like, oh, you have ketchup, so it's a red logo or something, right? Mm -hmm. And there's an intuitive that you see the brand and it, it really goes to faster than you can think. And that was what I've seen with people that I've worked with that do branding. Some get it and some, it's just so superficial that it doesn't elevate the brand. So with that- There's so so much in that thought there, Chris, that I would want to love to unpack. Go for it. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) if you're out there marketing the brand, you're marketing something you have or have not yet fully identified and defined. Most companies have not done this definition piece, right? They're immediately putting together visual brand concepts like a logo design and out there messaging and chasing the client. When you have not identified and defined something, my question to you is, what are you actually marketing then? And the answer always is, if you haven't defined it, you're out there marketing and chasing the clients, thinking you know what they want guessing that you know what they want. And until you have that understanding of who you are and that value position that you can bring to the table, you can only talk about your products and services in a commodity way, you know, in in that mindset of a commodity. Right. So until you know who you are and what differentiates you completely, you're just throwing cash (laughs) out there and you're not getting the ROI, Right. Right. So many marketers call themselves branding experts, but that's never the case, in my opinion, in my experience, because what I find is they're they're so ready to help the client get the information out there because that's what they're good at. The problem is, is that the client doesn't even know what information to get out there that is con- really congruent to who they are and aligned with their brand's value position. So the work that I do at the internal level is key, fundamental, and foundational for the marketing experts to take it to the external. You know, that's really good because, you know, when I wrote my number one best-selling book, I wrote the book and then I realized, oh, I have to market the book. And <laughs> right. <laughs> and so then I spent a decade in all these classes and it was just like you said, just throwing things at the wall. And right. Yes. And it sounds like, well, I could ask you, what would be the biggest mistake that most people do in this branding that they're just throwing things at the wall or they don't know their unique selling proposition or. 
What's the well, worst they don't, mistake, right? The worst mistake is just blindly spending money in the area of external marketing, you know, without really understanding what their own value position is. Right. That's why I wrote the book Brand DNA, this red book, the Brand DNA. That was my first book. And that is a methodology that literally unpacks a process for companies to go through to identify the attributes that they want to become known for. And so it's it forces them to get super aligned and very authentic so that they can, they can name it. And when they name it, they can actually begin to step into those actions and behaviors that align with and make congruent to who they want to become known for. So until it's down on paper, until it's infused in the hearts and minds of their their employees, until the vernacular of the company changes to align with the brand value position, all these things internally is what I do as a consultant. I go inside into the DNA of the organization and for solo for solo professionals, it's their way of being. It's their personality. It's who they are and how they deliver on their product or service. So we get in there and we unpack this stuff and we get down to the nitty gritty and those details. And we fundamentally position them to align with their core strengths, their uniquenesses, and their markets because that's a magnet to attract the right people to buy their services who are in alignment with their core values, their brand style attributes, their standards of performance, et cetera. There's a lot of elements there, but right. yeah. And you know, your bio mentions that you know you talk about ach- achieving extreme clarity and, and when you would have that, you know, that would bring you above the noise, right? When you have that clarity. How do you it really know? does. Right. And clarity makes you more efficient. Too. So How if you're you, tired of yeah. right. <laughs> spending money and marketing that's not working, well, let's get efficient. Let's yeah. figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you get clarity? Because there's so much noise. Every, you know, like mm-hmm. I have Money Nine One One podcast, and there's lots of podcasts. And for some reason, this is a really listened to podcast. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even started marketing it yet. So, and it's so interesting to see what makes my difference and some people can't even get 10 people a month on there. So, well, I'm going to turn this around and ask you that question because you are the brand. What do you think is attractive to what you have to offer from being Chris, mm-hmm. not necessarily just throwing out the concept of money right? and you know, being smart with money, but why Chris? Because I, you know, there's 10,000 other people, podcasters out there that talk about money. So what do you yeah. think it is? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. My first intuitive feeling is, first of all, the title is appropriate for the times that we're in because money is 911. Everybody spends their whole life working for it. And the way that it is positioned in the world is changing rapidly. And mm-hmm. millions of little sheepies are about to go off a cliff. And nobody is telling them. They're just saying, you know, you got to risk your money to make money. So I'm a little unique there. That's one thing. And I think I have an aura of honesty where people 
get or they can, you know, deep dive and see that, you know, I, I own what I sell. I, yeah. I'm honest. And it's hard in the money world to be honest because there are choices that come. I choose to serve my clients. I own what I sell, but I've had choices where I could make a lot more money if I was doing stocks, but mm-hmm. I go to, oh, Suzanne, you need a stock, but I don't want it. I can't do that. It was like, yeah. don't, you know, I just own what I sell and I've had it 30 years and it's different than what all the guys are telling you. So, maybe so it's the integrity there, that's right? It. That's it's it. your transparency. Yeah. It's your no nonsense. Let's get to the point. Let's figure this out. Attitude, that's right? It. No that's, fluff. That's no fluff. Mm-hmm. Get to the point. Transparency. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to miss, mess around with these games right. and judgment, right? We've already been through all these chapters. Now we're in kind of final chapters, not with life and legacy, really, right? Longevity, but with, it's time to, right? And I know you would agree with this. It's time to be bloomed, right? To be the rose, to be, shine your light. Uh, Come on out, right? Show your brand. Yes. It's a very liberating time for all of us right now. Yeah. It's almost a challenge out there. Totally. People are feeling challenged to do so. Really? And that's yeah. where I get a little concerned because I think that this external environment is so stimulating to all of us. It really forces us or it invites us to be less than authentic because we have to, we feel like pressure that we have to get above the noise. Right. And so now the new distinction is not to do that. Right, right. It's not the commodity of being in the noise anymore, yeah, right? Yeah. Let's pull back and be real. Let's be right. transparent. Let's yeah. not throw in the fluff. Let's get her done. Exactly. Right? And so these people like you and me that are no-nonsense people that just don't buy into the gimmick-free, right? Right. And really want to give solid solutions, Yes. If that's what you're becoming known for, then get conscious, strategic and deliberate in doing so. I mean, using those that language to talk about how your show shows up or talk about how you deliver your services. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And honestly, when I did the 10 years of, you know, learning about marketing, going to all these gurus and the amount of money that they charge was all the same. They're great salespeople, but they get you to the certain point that you got to buy the next course. It never was, ah, I got it. You know, I can run run with it. And so it's hard for people to trust other people. So many people using the words. I think the media shifted, I mean, before the pandemic, when I would go on TV or media, you know, everybody was all dressed up, you know, wasn't broadcasting Zoom from your home, right? right. Now you can be on yes. major media from the, you know, anywhere. So, uh-huh. so that really requires of really being transparent now. Mm-hmm. And, and yes. I think that's how you stand above the crowd, don't you? Well, there's, okay, so let's talk about brand being the just the word brand and the meaning of brand. When people say that you have a brand, it doesn't mean that's inherently good. The word brand is not inherently good. It's not anything. It's neutral. What it means is, is that you have, you are giving off a set of perceptions that are consistent for people to begin to understand who they think you are, mm-hmm. who they think they know, right? 
So there are brands out there. Every single person, every single business has a brand already. The real question is, is are you in control of it? Right. Right. So do you want your peanut gallery, the audience out there to be in control of it? Or do you want to be in control of it? Right. Right. And the only way you can be, and here's another big word that I want to talk about because I hear it in every podcast out there, the word authentic. The only (laughs) way you can claim to be authentic is if you've done the work, you've fleshed out your identity and who you are. And you are literally consciously, strategically, and deliberately walking that talk and delivering on that promise. There are so many people out there that say you need to be authentic, but then the question is authentic to what? If you haven't done the work, what are you authentic to? Exactly. Right? Exactly. It's, it's, there's so many words that are the overuse words that they've watered down the meeting because how do you become authentic if you don't even know who you are or what Mm -hmm. you're talking about? Right. Right. And if you're, if you're working with the marketing person who is all about, let's get this stuff out there, let's get some stuff out there. And they don't walk you through the process of flushing that out, not only to identify those terms, but actually to ensure that you're delivering on that promise on a regular basis, that you've infused it into your systems and processes, into your culture, into your leadership, into your vernacular. And you are literally becoming that essence, which is the internal work that consultants do like me. If you're just hiring a marketing person to get the information out there and you're not living up to that and congruent with that, right? then of course, cognitive dissonance happens and your money can only go so far in terms of marketing without getting any ROI because you're not delivering on what you're promising. Right. Exactly. Now you, you have a few books. The other book was the six myths of small business branding. Mm-hmm. Just briefly, maybe you could I mean, we might have touched on a few of them, but maybe just like talk a a couple myths that people get stuck in. Okay. They get stuck in the myth that my brand is universal, (laughs) meaning that everyone should buy my stuff. Right. right? Yeah. So not even the best brands in the world, world world-class brands can claim that, right? They can't and they never will. So as soon as you stop trying to please everybody, and you find your pool of tribe, people that get get what you do, appreciate who you are and what you bring to the table in your area of expertise, then that's your magnet, right? So don't worry about right. trying to be that universal brand. That's one myth. Right. Another myth is marketing is branding. Marketing is the same as branding. Mm. And that argument still goes on. I'm still in arguments on LinkedIn. It's so funny to see everyone's viewpoints about, you know, as soon as someone brings it up, everyone has their two cents. They're two separate, in my opinion, they're two separate tasks. One is identifying and defining and aligning. The other one is communicating and disseminating the information. Mm. So you can't really do one well without the other. You just can't. (laughs) You know, it's crazy in the digital world because... All the online and all the different paths to go with social media or, you know, a lot of people are saying forget social media. I mean, there's all, you know, oh, just stay on LinkedIn or, you know, how do you suggest people have strong online presences? Is it be everywhere or you're saying just focus on your 
well, certain things or it's a good question. But my answer is as a brand clarity expert, I stay in my lane and I'm not I'm not a marketing expert. Okay. I'm really not. And I in fact, I tell my clients to stop marketing for now <laughs> until we can identify and define your brand. Right. You stop marketing. Start branding because you're wasting your time in mediums that are probably not for you. And your, your messaging isn't going to be alignment with who you are and what your value position is if you haven't done it, the, the identifying and defining of it. Yeah. So, you know, we keep going back to this marketing and social media and stuff. And I just keep bringing people back. Like, we've got to figure this out before we take spend one more dollar in marketing. Stop for a minute, right? Yeah. 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 And then as soon as you identify and define your brand's value position, you're going to understand where you belong in the channels, in the marketing channels. But until you do that, you know, and I'm not gonna argue with anybody about, you know, which which is better, because until you know who you are and what your value position is, you don't know where your audience lives. That's so true. Boy, I wish I could, you know, make up for a few decades where <laughs> what I didn't know and spent a lot of money and a lot of time and thought, you know, way back, you know, a few decades ago when you put up a website, oh, everybody's, everybody, right? Everybody's right. website. And then when they got to the website, because I couldn't tell the brilliant person that was making the website who and where I was and what my brand is. Yeah. The website kind of like had, well, I, you know, I write music too and this and that and this and that. So people would say, that's a great site, but what do you do? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's that, dilution of the brand, right? Dilution. Exactly. <laughs> I think this is core. I think this is the first place. And a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of small business, a lot of people are in the creation mode or repositioning themselves into this new world we're in and how to do it better. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is, I think the first place people should start in the digital age, right? Yeah. Um, whether it's digital or not, they still need to understand who they are and what they're promising to deliver so that they can literally deliver on it, stay in their lane. Because what happens is we all get enticed and, you know, teased by opportunities out there. Yeah. And once we start taking all these opportunities, they may not be in our particular um, yes, toolbox. Right. We start diluting our own brands right. and then we can become known for this, you know, jack of all trades expert at none. Right. And we lose that identity. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you have a very cool thing and it's, I liked it because I actually have a course called Money DNA and oh, okay. <laughs> Shift Your Life Group Coaching. Great. And yeah. And because I spent so much time coaching people, I realized I was spending more time coaching people on their money than filling out applications. So I mixed some behavioral mindset and the brand DNA. You've got the brand DNA and a program that can help business elevate their brand. So maybe tell us about yeah. that. What Unpack that for us. Yeah. So I used to be in, in the marketing arena. I was president of the, the local Pikes Peak Arts you know, Council and I used to do a lot of that graphic design work and do marketing messaging and communications until I realized that all I was doing, I had what I call a BFO, blinding flash of the obvious, <laughs> is all I was doing was putting lipstick on the pig, so to speak. 
Um, Meaning I'm making my clients look great. I'm making them sound great. And, you know, showcasing all this beautiful stuff. And they're not yet confident or clear or sure on how they should go about delivering what they offer in a way that's highly consistent. Right. Right. So they weren't able to deliver on the promise of the marketing on the marketing messaging. Yeah. So that's when I decided I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to actually help them figure this out, help them understand those core attributes that they can literally own and step into and become. So that's the brand DNA methodology. So it's all in the book. I've got, I walk my clients through it one-on-one with private consulting and there's this book. And I also work with personal brands, solo professionals to help them unpack their own unique value proposition and really create the distinction in the sea of competition that's out there. I work a lot with real estate agents, which is you know, a commodity in the minds of the market. A lot yes. of practitioners, coaches, speakers. I do speak speaker brands. I'm an actual international speaker as well. And so I train speaker brands. But yeah, it's about unpacking these elements and all the elements are in the book to with exercise. It's like a textbook. So it's all like, just do the work, right? Yeah, just do the work, right? Just do the work. It's Yeah, and figure this out. And then you'll have yeah. so much clarity to make decisions. I, I always say you're going to start discerning differently the moment you unpack all this. Everything you make decisions on in your business is going to shift to be more in alignment with who you want to become known for. Right. And, you know, it's almost the same prototype for everything because, like, I'm a natural speaker, you know, for, but, you know, you're sending out this message. What makes you, and it's the same thing for anything, right? What makes you different than everybody else? Why do I want to talk to you? Yes. And, Chris, I'd also say that it's not always or not ever all that you do in terms of your product or service. It's mostly for the solo professional, it's mostly who you are being. That creates the distinction. Right. right? Exactly. Because so many people can copy your stuff. Yeah. But right. it's how so you deliver what you deliver, which makes the difference. That's it right there. Yeah. Well, now tell everybody what your book is called. Well, for personal it. brands, it's called Personal Brand Clarity on Amazon. Okay. For businesses with employees, I recommend the brand DNA book. That's for the collective branding, the collective business, the entity. Right. And then the six myths of small business branding was my very first book. It was an ebook way back when, when we were doing webinars, when nobody even understood what webinars were, right. we had to define the word webinar. Right. It was such a new thing. <laughs> yeah. But all three of those are available on Amazon for sure. And I have a Kickstarter toolkit that's free for solo professionals on my website under the personal branding tab. I have an online course called Ignite Your Personal Brand Presence, which is a deep dive course with a 60-page workbook, and it's awesome. It's transformational. So yeah, and and I have 30-minute calls that you can get on the Zoom call with me, and let's talk about your brand and how to elevate it. Perfect. So tell everybody your website and how they can get in contact with you. Great. It's brandascension.com is the website. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn under Suzanne Tulane or Brand Ascension. My online course is personalbrandpresence.com. Perfect. Perfect. Well, it's been fabulous talking to you. I think this is so core. It really hits to, you know, 
a lot of things that we're doing. It's not really just isolated because if you have that, right, it's it's everything. (laughs) Even if you didn't have a business, just being real, right? I I have to tell you, right. I have to tell you, Chris, I had a husband call me up six months after I worked with his wife in personal branding Uh and thank me because it completely changed and helped her align who she was and find herself. And she was so much happier. (laughs) That's really what it's all about. You know, if we do know, you know, our blessings and, you know, who we're supposed to be, then it affects everything. And the business is just an offshoot, an activity that we can help people and make money and connect. But (laughs) that's what you're talking about is really the core of why we're even on earth to me. Right. How I feel. So exactly. Fabulous. Really. It's been really fun talking to you today. And and you too, Chris. Maybe just give everybody one little last tip and then tell them again your website. I would say keep in mind that marketing might get prospects in the door, but it's your brand that keeps them coming back and telling their friends. Boom. And my website is brandascension.com. Beautiful. Fabulous. Well, let's ascend, you guys. It's time to ascend (laughs) our true heart, our real brand, and take a stand for love. Thank you so much. It's been fun talking to you. Thanks, Chris. There's so much to learn about healthy money. I hope today's discussion brings you one step closer to securing and protecting your future. So you can get started on the right foot Go to meetwithchrismeller.com and schedule your free financial fitness strategy session. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to Money 911 so you don't miss our next episode, which includes health, wealth, and peace of mind.